Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Shannon Feltis. I'm Bonnie Dutch. And this is You, you Are, are that. that. We are two sisters who cannot take a compliment. And we won't. We're not going to. You can't make us. It's not happening. <laughs> Today's podcast, I'm very excited to announce that we have Chris Crummett. Hello. Record producer. If you listen to any kind of music, you've probably heard his magical doings. And he is the owner of Interlace Audio. Hello. Very excited. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I am too. So I met you many, many moons ago. Yeah, a long time ago. When you were playing in the band Clarity Process. That's okay, yeah. how I knew of you. So local Portland band, you guys pretty much opened up for like every band that came through everyone was obsessed with in the scenes. Yeah. I became friends with you guys through five different channels. Yeah. All you boys. I have different friendships with all of you. Yeah. Then we became friends in like live shows, band shows. We'd run into each other. But yeah. then my main memory of us, parties. Yeah. And to clarify <laughs> for the listeners, I'm not talking like rock and roll, coke and stripper parties. <laughs> I'm talking ugly sweater parties above nice. the tube, yeah. Halloween parties, full oh, yeah. costumes, just weird, like yeah. wholesome, yeah. just real wholesome Mostly wholesome. Partying. Yeah. There was some weirdness there. Yeah. You know? but like rock and roll wholesome? Like they weren't even rock and roll. They were just like <laughs> musicians yeah. mixed with party friends. But when we were at parties, it wasn't like partying with bands. All the kids came out from their houses, <laughs> local bands playing live music in yeah. basements nice. and trips to Eugene. That, that felt like a big deal. Like, oh, this weekend so we're far doing away. Eugene, man. We're going to yeah. go to Eugene. We're going <laughs> to party with the empty. Like, it was very silly and fun. And then there was one Halloween. You guys all wore creepy plasticky masks. Ooh, Probably. I'm a big I, fan of Halloween. It's I know. Yeah. And I love it. It's our it. favorite, too. Mm-hmm. And, man... I found a fun photo that I got oh. really excited about. It was the Halloween party where Marinelli, your wife, couldn't look me in the eye because I was that vintage vampire uh-huh. and I had contacts and fangs. This is you guys in our little tiny house in Northeast Portland. Yes. Wearing that was a slap together costume, but I like it. <gasps> oh, that's cute. Cool. Because 
Yeah. And you have a gold pimp chain on your shirt's yeah. undone. Look how sassy she is. She's just serving it. She's that like, yeah. And what we noted was she's drinking tall boy PBR with a straw because <laughs> she classy as fuck. And I love it. Okay, that's cute. What? Right? Yeah, I can't remember why the straw, but just why not? Love something, it. Yeah, it was great. Something was good going times. On. Yeah. And she just could not bear to look at. She's like, I can't. And under the black light, I would just like glow all over. You're and such so, a creep, though. You love being a creep. Yes. I do, too, though. I'm actually surprised at how like that's like a what's in the trunk type costume. <laughs> it looks really I, silly. I, I feel like you probably had that party on like maybe the day before Halloween or a couple yeah. of days or something. Yeah, like Because there's always like lots of Halloween before. parties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people were like back then people were good about day after day before. There was like you, you could hit three or four. Yep. It was at the time I paid like $60 for these like white out contacts. And now you can yeah. get them for like $5 online. Either way, they will scratch your fucking eyes. It's still eyes awesome. Out. That was a really fun party. It was a good time. All kinds of people showing up in throws, themed bar. Oh, and nice. That's popcorn right. skeleton hands. We did all mm-hmm. kinds of weird, creepy foods. Yeah. Portland partying then was, it was fun, but it always turned into something more like something oh yeah even if you just like went to a party to hang out Mm -hmm. by 9 p.m everyone's got their tops off Mm -hmm. and everyone's sweating and there's music on and everyone's just it's a dance party and people you don't expect to see dancing are just like cutting a rug there was no normal like i don't think until i was quite a bit older did i go to a party where we did just like yeah like hung out and we took it over the top when we got this place with the pool oh yeah I feel like that's where we peaked with the with things going insane. We had a couple parties that were just way too way too outrageous. Wild. Yeah, just yeah. absolutely outrageous like with people. Like, that's a, it could have gone way more wrong. Yeah, and it did go things things definitely did go <laughs> a little bit wrong at times. Uh that's when we started having to be like people please uh, invite only. Oh yeah, yeah. like because it used to be like bring your friends, do whatever. Oh, yeah. Our group friend is a blob that absorbs other friends, and mm-hmm. like, that gets and that's crazy, how though. we had all those parties and all those things going on is because we were just like An absorbing amoeba. friend group, just everyone. Well, like now pool, we know each man. other, we're gonna do this stuff. So you then, have a pool in Oregon. get a pool into it and a gigantic backyard, right. and then social media being kind of at its peak, mm-hmm. and that's then, what I was it's say. like, oh, those okay, parties, there's 250 people here. Yeah, everyone <laughs> tags like, everybody in every photo. Everyone's tagged then. And suddenly your next party is like three times as yeah. large. Party. Yeah, we had like this Taekwondo dojo <laughs> that showed up with jackets. It was crazy. <laughs> when that happened, when those people showed up, <laughs> and, and we were all like dressed. You had a ninja like, party on Yeah, and, and there was already way too many. I, I'm not kidding when there was like hundreds of people here. And they showed up and I was like, all right, this just, this is like a teen movie now. Oh, and I don't know what's going to happen. And uh yeah, it was wild. It was the next day. There was like people ate out of our freezer. There was nothing left in the fr- people in defrosted the- food <laughs> in order to like survive. have a good time, survive. There was like I. There was one point in the night where I saw this guy like pouring uh, chip dust into his mouth from the chip bags from like the Dorito bags because that's all there was. Oh, and I was just like, oh when my there's no food, you God. leave, man. Get yeah, 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 yeah. I know for real, God. right? No, there was a smoke bomb. Uh, somebody puked in the pool. Oh no! And then somebody didn't get out of the pool. It was really funny. So there was puke in the pool, and then one person's like, "I'm still." Yeah. Oh yeah. Arm, arms on this. the arms on the ledge, just leaning back, and the puke is just floating by him. <laughs> 
I go, man, are, you're just chilling. You're not going to get out of the pool. It's like it's chlorine in here, right? And I was like, yep. And it's like, all right. Ew. <laughs> just mental image. So that. you had a 90s teen movie yeah. happen right. at your house. Oh, yeah. Where it was well, like the parents were gone, except for I'm also the parents. You were the parents. <laughs> the kids weren't born yet, I don't think. I think. Oh. Yeah. But you're a homeowner. So you're like, look at how adult I am. But then also. Party, party. Fuck. <laughs> the aftermath. Yes. Capital lessons. fuck. Yeah. For sure. That's amazing. It was still fun. Those parties, I think, died when cell phone videos and uploading yes. your life. But thank God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you think of all the. I just got goosebumps again. Oh, the carnage. Yeah. The footage of me before I calmed my jets substantially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm really glad. None of us would have, like. Yeah cut out that way or like I don't know. broken out that way yeah. at Some parties of us didn't have control. if we knew that there was a, a consequence yeah and i don't yeah. mean doing bad things just no, doing just embarrassing things yeah just, your friends don't yeah. care but you don't want your mom's friends to, yeah. to have the opportunity to care yeah that's where i'm at yeah. i had the best halloween costume one year i had a lab coat and it was like a sexy mortician Ooh. so i had like severed hands in my pockets and like syringes nice. through my really cute okay. hair it was a very polished outfit going out felt great and then i also had like a bra that hoisted my boobs to mars because i was like an a cup by the time i was walking home drunk to reach to my pocket i no longer had severed hands in my pocket but my bra was in my pocket because i just had gotten tired of the situation Mm -hmm. it was just like under a white lab coat just boobs no big deal halloween is such a magical time to do whatever the fuck you want that's your parent and people like what are you doing for halloween bro you having a party and you're like no i got I'm, we have kids. Yeah, so no, we're going trick or treating at six. <laughs> Warm yeah. costume, very early. Yeah. Check the candy. Yeah. Eat the children's candy after bed. Yeah. Yep. Check Sleep the by ten thirty, mm-hmm. probably. Oh, Try to watch there. a scary movie once they're Maybe. asleep, but then. Turn really off all happen. the lights so the neighborhood kids don't wake up your kids. Yes. Yeah, ringing your fucking doorbell. But then someone does anyways. Always. Do your parents not know the rule? Like our parents yeah. taught us if the lights are yeah. off, you're fucking rude. No, yeah. you're a teenager, Something. you TP yeah. those houses. <laughs> That's the rules. I never oh TP'd. I have sad guilt, and yeah. I know I'm going to get it back. Tenfold I mean, it's someday. not that big of a deal. It's I, just it's paper. Really rude. No, it no, it is rude. In Oregon, man, it's, that stuff yeah. is like sticks, you paper mache okay. giant trees, and people can't get it out of their trees. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I never really. But you're tall. Let's just move on. You could have never TP'd anyone. So. I was too big to sneak around like that. Though. Yeah. There was like no hiding behind I anything. I wasn't quiet. Like, if I, I got caught, I never like yeah, there was just nothing I could hide behind. It's all right. You're a tall guy. Have you been tall forever? Yeah. Yeah. I peaked when I was like 14 or 15 Aww. i was this tall it was never really advantageous for me i think i was too dorky Easy to like we were yeah. too dorky too so realistically that's where I, the basketball players were I don't interested know. i do remember though that in sixth grade the only person even remotely close to being as tall as me and was taller was a girl that's and i think cool. but she grew i think she's like six three or six Damn. four or something she's like very tall she might even be taller she might be taller than me she now might, actually i don't know i she haven't might seen have her never since, quit like, growing yeah she might be like and 13 she's feet just or something real yeah. <laughs> yeah she's real big and t- yeah shannon googles yeah. guinness book world record <laughs> now that you're all warmed up and juicy loosey goosey why don't you tell the tell the world who you are my name's chris i produce music for a living uh <laughs> you're very been- good at it yeah, I've been working on a lot of records for about 20-ish years, almost like 22 years. Kind of depends on where you define the start of... I've been recording since I was like a 12-year-old, so it's kind of blurry where the career actually starts and the being a kid stopped or something. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, working with labels and stuff, uh, making records with labels, it's been about 21 years. 
Damn, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy. You're to doing think great. About. I work with bands from all over the world. A lot of like rock music, things that fall under the rock umbrella, a little bit of indie stuff, some pop stuff, but a lot of prog type rock, mm-hmm. post-hardcore. One of the bigger bands that I work with is called Dance Gavin Dance. And they're like the biggest band that nobody knows. They're yes, like multi-billboard yeah. top 20 records yeah. and stuff. But it's like, if you don't know, you don't know, but they can but fill a 5,000 cap song, venue. Yeah, yeah, you're like, I've mm-hmm. heard this song before. Yeah, yeah. I know. Why do totally. I know the words to this song? Yeah, they're, they're uh, fun. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. But yeah, I've been lucky enough to work with a lot of rad bands over the years. And I have a recording studio now that's on my property where I live. And I'm a dad and I record music and hang out with my kids. And that's pretty much it. Living the dream. Living the dream. Yeah. Living the dream. Yeah. We are in your home studio right now. Yeah. It, it is awesome. It's very cool. I'm jealous for everyone who can't see all these mm-hmm. million sale records and album art all over the walls for so every cool. band that is on every mixtape that made you have emotions over your ex. That's a really good point. <laughs> yeah. That's really true, actually. This it's, is I'm in awe of you. Yeah, is it weird like a weird hall of memories? Yes. <laughs> If I had a real hallway, you know there's no hallways in this there building. Isn't. Yeah, yeah there's true. no hallways. You're the only hallway is a kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have a galley know, kitchen. It's kind yeah. of uh, something oh. I realized after we finished. So there's no hallways to there's like no put hallways. stuff up. So all the like plaques and records and yeah. stuff are just kind of spread full throughout. Decor. Yeah. No, it's great. It's, rad. it's yeah. full like it. wall stuff. And it you have you like cool focal point. bunk beds for the bands to come stay. Yeah. Like I walked through here and was like, this is like literally like a prize jewel point. If I was in a band and I had to go record somewhere, to have somewhere that felt like home, to be recording yeah. with someone like you, like I would just feel like it was the best productive vacation yeah and, is, and Oregon's cool too because yeah. it's it's kind of moody yeah depending on what time of year you're, you're here the mood's a little different mm-hmm. um you know it's super dark in the winter but people can feed on that and it kind of works out actually because people can really like focus on the music it's hard on some people but even when it's hard on people i think that comes out in the music and you're like you use this yeah and, and it's hard it's hard i i don't like being like oh hey you you hate life right now because you haven't seen the sun in a week <laughs> because you wake up at 3 p.m yeah. and stay up till 3 you know 3 a.m and somehow sleep 12 hours a day because you're a band dude yeah uh, when you sing yeah. you sound sad for real yes <laughs> so uh you're sadness, it's working out like- yeah has that what is it seasonal depression sounds good yeah the yeah <laughs> at least they can fly back home yeah. to california or arizona or then like, they feel like they purged they all their emo- they're like that was a weird cleanse up there or, or they're from alaska or something oh. and they're like oh my god there's sun for two hours it's incredible <laughs> i like, love it here it's <laughs> perfect they've got shorts um, on they're like let's yeah. get in that pool like. yeah. <laughs> i feel bad for like when people come from uh the the other hemisphere or like other like a band will come from australia and it's summer there there. and they come here for a month and a half and it's like winter and dark and rainy and and we don't even have like the super cool winter where there's like Mm -hmm. two feet of snow and you can build snowmen and it's not terrible it's not ice cold it's not like chicago where it's like negative 12 or something it's sideways rain but it's just kind of yeah yeah it's sideways rain and sad if you're used to it being summertime yeah it's got to be a little weird i went there for christmas once and that was the reverse (gasps) trip that was like one of the weirdest things I've ever done. It was like, so no. You know, it's Christmas all over the world oh, yeah. at the same Christmas time. Christmas is like beach and parties. And like we just called and dibs on winter. winter? Yeah. Like, and how? like Frosty the Snowman. Like they yeah. don't sing about Frosty the Snowman. No. <laughs> Frosty no, the like, Sandman, yo. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's real creepy. <laughs> That's <laughs> crazy. That. Australia's, if you're not from that part of the world, it's so easy to get sunburnt. There's actually like a scientific reason mm-hmm. why it's like the ozone the- is thinner. You get sunburnt like 
Oh no, so fast. I've heard that too. Uh, so yeah, it was like sunburns for Christmas and like oh. some other stuff. Crazy, crazy stuff happened on that trip. We got hit by a car. What? It was pedestrians and like it was wild. It was I wouldn't take any of it back, but it was it was totally crazy. Um, you learn a lot when you go to other places. <laughs> yeah, you learn a lot being alive. I don't know. I feel like there was like a good decade and a half where like craziness just followed me. Right, or, and you're or maybe like, How I followed I crazy. I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. There's a lot of those moments, especially now. Like yeah. having kids and actually thinking about things like that. I'm like, why mm-hmm. am I alive? Dude, that was a this is a segue. good blend. I like it. When you were young mm-hmm. and getting started with musical things, did you know immediately that that's what you wanted to be or what you wanted to do when you grew up? Or did you have another job in mind before you chose music full time? Uh, Never, ever had another job. <gasps> nice. No but doubt. The, no. Yeah. I mean, I grew up, I was born in 1982. Like MTV was my babysitter. Mm. Like my parents were, they were all about putting on records, putting on MTV. I was like the kindergartner watching MTV. And then like that's all awesome. my friends weren't allowed to. Yeah. And so I was like the evil kid that like even though i wasn't i was like a super yeah. good kid but it was always like oh my god there's like half naked women on television is and that like, weird the MTV and they're like judged what so are they hard yeah they like long hair and men look like women and yeah. what is happening yes and and you're just like i just like the music it's right. fun and i'm a kid and i'm screaming nine inch nails at, at yeah. the top of my lungs but uh and my dad was a musician my mom's a musician okay. like for me it was just like I, i'm there was probably like a split second where i thought i was going to draw cartoons or something but i was not that good of i wasn't a terrible artist but i was not like that wasn't very good music was like i I thought i was going to be a rock star obviously watching mtv the idea that i was going to be like a recording engineer or producer or anything didn't come along until way way later all through elementary school everything is like i have my tapes my walkman i was going to be like the front man in a band i was going to sing you know and i like (laughs) my mom got me in piano lessons pretty young and like always had a little recorder and was singing and had my own little like keyboard that i could make beats on and you know dabbled in rap because it was like 1990 Mm -hmm. you know just everything but my whole life was just music i rode bmx bikes for a while that was also like something i was way into but that i don't think anyone ever does that and goes this is going to be my job like Mm -hmm. anyone who actually becomes pro they were just naturally really good (laughs) and got lucky to meet the right people and stuff i wasn't terrible but i I was never it like an athlete an like that. Date, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? It has an expiration date. But For music, so it was reasons. just like, you know, I wanted to be the front man. I wanted to sing and play guitar. My dad was a drummer. So there was always drums around. My parents thing was like, if you take drum lessons, you can also take any other kind of lessons you want. Baseline. You yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Fundamental yeah. in drums, which at the time was kind of like, I don't, that's, I don't like that. But I'm really glad they did that because I learned a lot. And mm-hmm. what they knew that I didn't know as like a 10 year old was that everybody needs a drummer. Mm-hmm. Nobody needs a singer. Nobody, Nobody needs a guitar player. Everybody needs a drummer. So like when I was yeah. 12, I was playing guitar in bands. I was singing. I had like my own bands. I mean, even at that time, there was just no drummers other than like a couple guys that I knew. Really one guy that I knew that was James McMillan was like the only other serious drummer at the time as a 12 year old. Uh, so <laughs> no traveling 12 yeah. year old drummers. Just yeah. Yeah. So it's uh. like, where are all the 12 year old drummers? But uh, there was like 15, 16 year old guitar players and singers that yeah. needed a drummer still. I started playing drums in bands. I was in like five bands, you know, through all that. And then within all that, I was making my own music, recording my own music because I could play every instrument. Like no big deal. 
Yeah, so so You're I like was recording myself, and then all my bands were like, "Well, can you record us? Because we don't have any money." <laughs> and then that's kind of what snowballed into like wow. doing recording. And then by the time I was like 21, like when I was in Clarity Process, I was trying to tour and stuff, and people were like, "Why are you going on the road? Come back, like make a record with us." And yeah, eventually it was just like, "Yeah, I got the this." Is yeah, there. the call is for thing. you to be here. Yeah, well, and, and I was yeah, I had like you. labels calling and being yes. like, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, you want to book the band they're like no we want to book you for recording and it's like okay all right I love and then, it, uh, eventually like, it was just like I tell the band <laughs> yeah well and i was kind of so a later yeah. member in that band mm-hmm. so it wasn't like i was like a founding member so it wasn't as hard and i think everybody kind of saw it coming anyways i love traveling and i love like just being band life yeah, band life yeah. and just being meeting gritty. new people every night, being super gritty and Edward Forty Hands fun. waking up in a new oh city. My God. Yeah, Edward just, Forty Hands. Yeah. Just oh my gosh. Wearing wow. the tightest little jeans and sleeping where you could get sleep, sleeping okay. sitting up. For people that don't know what Edward Forty Hands is, because <laughs> that is a weird thing. I did find that not everybody knows what that yeah. is. Bonnie, will you describe what Edward Forty oh, Hands is? For it's the, the worst mistake you'll ever agree to. And yeah. Always make sure you pee before you sign up or to play do this not break game. the seal ever. Yeah. So Edward Forty Hands is you grab two forties yeah. in a pinch, tall boys work, and you duct tape these motherfuckers to your hands. Usually it's like you and another person like going head to head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if you have great friends, they will help you undo your pants if yeah, you Yeah, that's have what I was gonna pee. say. There's there's a way. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's where like best friends are created. Because yeah. it's like <laughs> Will you undo my pants? But then also, like, can you can you dab at it? Can you like? Yeah, because girls had a little rougher than dudes for this. Yes, but I also saw some great smart girls do Edward Forty hands, and they were wearing dresses. And before they started, they're like, "Hold on!" And they just took their panties off. See, that's put them in their purse, and I was like, "You don't need anyone. You can just like go behind the shed and pee in the bushes." That's no one's the wiser. I'm I never won Edward Forty Hands. For no, and you never. have to drink them. The rule, the real rule, is you have mm-hmm. to drink them both before you're able to remove them from yes. your hands. Some people did it to where if you finished a forty, then you had one free hand. Nah, and it was no, always that's yeah. Cheating. No, they never did it that cheating. way. It was always both. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And again, this isn't something. And it you wasn't do that many times. Turn was, thirty. No, I've only good. done it twice, and it was twice too many. And I felt like I had something to prove. But, yes. Oh my god. And I watched dudes do it first, so I was like, why? I watched them struggle and again it was in the time of girl jeans on guys like yes. skinny jeans didn't exist for men at the time so they were cramming oh themselves yeah into always girl jeans. wearing girl jeans mm-hmm. and yeah. they were always like low rise like with, so that's all there was magic that's, that's all there was yeah. it was something about like the screamo hip bones that girls went crazy for where they're true. like oh my god these pants are so tiny well the worst is that we were wearing tight shirts too that everything was tight yeah and there was like no there was nothing covering the middle no <laughs> and when it you think of that pants. do you that think of Stephen cook oh yeah yeah. 100%. I feel like he still kind of dresses he still like did. that. Yeah, a little bit. But every time it was like clap along to the song, yeah. it was always like little bit of pale ass organ midriff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all it was. But can you imagine if the fashion then was what we have now, which is like the high waist skinny jeans? Oh God! Yeah, which is my favorite. But I can't imagine like if that was the only option oh, for no. boys, would they have not chosen skinny jeans? Uh, oh, because they go like clear you know, up your torso, man. They're, they're in your ribs, man. Yeah. I gonna say dudes would have still done it a lot of them will i had this pair of wranglers (laughs) 
that was like girl jeans from the 70s Ooh. that I found at, uh, uh, like so at early the, on in my girl jeans. Eight buttons instead of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they like went the high pretty high. And I love those because yeah. I have like tall hips. Yeah. So the low ones were like rough on me. I was always looking for like the longest, oh my which God. wasn't very common. But I remember finding those in Texas nice. at a uh, at a thrift store on tour. They weren't quite as high-waisted as now, but they were a They're lot like higher-waisted. Height, yeah, yeah, yeah. not trendy. It's function. Yeah. <laughs> right. But they were great. Those were yeah. great jeans. I don't know whatever yeah, happened. I wore them to death. They I did. And they somewhere. were real. They were like thick jeans. Not yeah. like skinny jeans from mm-hmm. Forever 21 or yeah, H&M or something tear. that would yeah. just, yeah, tear immediately. I was thinking about this the other day. The first time I wore women's jeans was completely on accident. Really? Yeah. You know, I was in the music like young. It was the fashion to wear like tighter jeans. Mm-hmm. I didn't really realize that like famous rock stars were wearing like women's jeans mm-hmm. in the late mm-hmm. 90s and stuff. I remember being at a Ross Dress for Less and remember they just had those like areas where mm-hmm. it was just denim. chaos. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's de- denim for like seven racks <laughs> and it was like men denim, women denim. Stuff would just end up yeah. wherever and I was like, oh my God, there's a size 32 jeans that are like tight and I'd never seen the brand because I was not They're a woman. French. Yeah. <laughs> just like, no, I, they were mud. I'll never forget. Oh, they were mud yeah. jeans but I'd never, I had no idea. I was like, uh, I think I was in ninth grade <laughs> That's awesome. and I bought them and I was like, this is awesome. I have like rock star pants now. Yeah. <laughs> and I wore them to school and I sat down. I'll never forget the girl sitting next to me and she looks over me and goes, why are you wearing girls pants? <laughs> like, These aren't girls pants. I got them in the men's section. She's like, no. She's like the, the, those are girls jeans. Those she does a little, you can't see me, but like she, she like arches her back. Shows me the tag on her jeans, and it's Twins. literally the pants I'm wearing. <laughs> she leans over, and I was just like, same, same. "Okay." And she's like, "It's okay though; they look good." <laughs> it was like, "Okay, okay, Validated okay." Validated your rock yeah, and I wore them, and they ripped in like three days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, wore them ripped and but it's whatever. Cool. They were but twelve ninety nine, uh, marked down from sixty. Oh yeah, they were. They, yeah, exactly. They were cheap. It was awesome, <laughs> and uh, I looked for jeans like that for a while without shopping. Like I didn't have the guts to shop in the women's section. Yeah. Until I was like 20 or 21 or something when it, like, when it was like oh, a fad okay. yeah. and everyone was doing it. I was like, okay, I can do this. You roll into Forever 21 and just flip everybody off. Yeah. With the jeans. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm here to rock, yeah. bitches. <laughs> I'm Forever 25. Go there with your girlfriend and pretend Almost like 30. you're looking for jeans for her, right. but you're not. You never are. You're not. Ooh, okay. So speaking of young bands, do you have any performing horror stories or any like shining moments? Uh, I don't remember any horror stories. Because you buried them. Um, yeah, I probably buried... Trauma. Well, and like... Get the trauma uh, trunk. Yeah, you know, we were like kids playing rock music. So like, even when things go wrong, you're still like having fun and you're like, fuck it. And yeah. it's like, whatever, throw your guitar, <laughs> break something, and then it's all fine. I have a, a regret. It sticks out in my mind. I know my very first like real live performance as a band, it's my dad came with the camcorder and i remember being like embarrassed and being like don't film but but thinking he would probably film it anyways yeah but just thinking that that's what i needed to say or something and then he did too cool yeah and he didn't film it because he was respecting my wishes which was like it was really nice that's rare for that time frame true and everyone has a camera now and it's it's totally different and the thing about now is even if he didn't 30 other people would have had it on mm-hmm. film now but it was like i think he was the only one that brought the camcorder i'm gonna be really cool and then and then i was like really sad but obviously it was my own fault and it was also a band that that was the only performance we ever actually did <laughs> oh my and i think gosh. it was only like two songs it was for a talent show and i remember oh. we did uh all my friends by red hot chili peppers <gasps> 
and we were just like a bunch of kids in junior high after that i think he like filmed everything that he <laughs> went to uh which was cool we have a lot of footage of that i feel like at that age it's not so much shows and more battle of the bands yeah mm. yeah i was like a, the junior high kid playing in battle of the bands with older kids nice um I don't think my bands ever won because <laughs> uh, there was always like there was the like in that time period there was these two really good bands that were always that, that, that had there. yeah and they had members from every high school in Hillsboro. I'm from Hillsboro, oh, yeah, and there was three high schools at the mm-hmm. time, and the the key was if you were a really good band you had to have a member from each high school so the popular so you could play all well and you could play all of the battle of the bands because you had to have a band member go to the high school that's so the really good bands dominated all the schools and i was too young and these some of them ended up being like just incredible musicians like cool like little music legacies and stuff so uh, I, I don't feel bad about it or anything, but <laughs> but it was feel, always a bummer. I don't need and then, a fucking pity. It's like I only cry sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, but that was always fun, and I remember I would always like dress up for those. Like I was serious when I said Halloween was my favorite, especially when I was younger. I was like a Goodwill shopping kid. Yes. Like we didn't buy new clothes. And like you always bought treasures. used clothes, and it was always mm-hmm. like I had a little clothes allowance, which was like you know ten dollars or something. But you could find all kinds of stuff at Goodwill. Yeah. But I would also find like weird masks and like stuff to wear as costumes, and so. It shows i would always wear costumes and i remember the maybe the first battle of bands i played the other part of it is that you always play on the theater stage mm. so the backstage is always just like chock full of whatever costumes whatever yeah. production the high school band is working on at the time whatever costume was not locked up <laughs> and would maybe you. fit me it was on me yeah nice. which is probably like kind of bad now yeah but i've just you know taking awesome. costumes masks we and the, the even the bands well. i was in were like oh we did not realize you were wearing a costume until we're <laughs> right now yeah, we missed uh, the memo on uh what we were yeah, dressing up fun. as i had a hard time losing the like wanting to be a front man thing yeah and so i was taking the like keith moon uh <laughs> route of like <laughs> trying to, to draw scene. attention yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was fun, you know. You're like, I'll Just, stay uh, in the shadows, but I'm drums. still going to shine. Yeah, Look at this jacket the, like, I found. Big drum fills. Yeah, crazy clothes. <laughs> yeah. Standing up while I play. The platform raises. Spinning sticks. Throwing cymbal stands. Knocking stuff over. Oh, my you God. Know. It was the mid-90s. That's know. rock like, and roll. It, it and was, you learned it, was, it, it had to be from watching MTV. Exactly. 100%. I thought that's what to. I was supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. Drummer's got to be crazy. So as a musician and you produce music now for all kinds of different genres of music, Mm -hmm. they record here with you. This recording Mm -hmm. area is fucking amazing and beautiful and you built it. So you're just multi-talented and I'm in awe of you. But they're in there. You're pulling the best from them. You're doing it multiple times. You're trying to get what they want out of them while putting your spin on. And then you are producing it all. You're editing it all. You're cutting it all together to make something come together magically and you're so good at it question for you as a mtv music video person do you have those moments where when you're editing and you're playing it back like you can see visuals in your head i did more when i was younger or even like in my 20s i felt like i conceptualized stuff like that more i never tried to realize any of it i had so much stuff going on that it was kind of like onto the next record onto the next record yeah so, you're like too busy yeah and i did like leave it up to other people video wise but a little bit for sure i'll definitely listen back and like daydream i still do that for sure yeah. and i know that if i'm like really daydreaming or air drumming really hard then a song is good nice uh, when you're feeling yeah it. if i'm on my phone then it's probably not as good if i lean back and i'm just rocking out um i hurt my hand 
a couple years ago air drumming so hard to a song that was like this song fucking rules and i was like rocking out and i slam my fist because i was like air drumming like a like i was like playing drums it. and i God. i punched the desk so hard were you alone or like did someone i was fully that? alone Thank i'm so glad i was alone i was like ah oh, shit you're like that felt really yeah. cool and then it felt really stupid yeah if i'm willing to hurt myself over it it's probably pretty damn good but uh, you know a little uh, occupational hazards i do get super super disappointed when a song is awesome and i've put a lot into it and the video sucks uh, that's such a bummer they, in my mind i saw more for you yeah, yeah they didn't get yeah that's that's kind of like i feel like i have put so much into this and you have put so much into yeah. this but whatever this point like is not this person has not put enough into this i kind um, of feel like it's uh like if you're a personal trainer for a celebrity yeah and you know how much work they've been doing to get to like this award show or yeah. this whatever and then they're like wearing like a trash bag and you're like <gasps> yeah this is not what i thought you were going to do with yeah. my work yep. that i helped it's you you can yeah. do what you want with it but like god i put so much work into this yeah your third party is not seeing <laughs> our vision thank you luckily it doesn't happen that often also the trend of music videos has like swayed back into what i think is interesting there's definitely a point in time where like pretty much every music video i just was like you're outside a barn and the guy is shaking the camera are you filming in an earthquake what the fuck is yeah. this like i'm not enjoying this at all and it got to the point where some of them were like yeah we're in a warehouse and the camera's shaking yeah. so bad that i feel sick that i'm looking at using. it like what am i yeah. looking at this is everyone horrible. did the same style where it's like yeah it, they're just all so tragic the yeah gray, gray tones got me you yeah. all look dead Your yeah skin tone looks real bad. i kind of like the dead now it's, it's like the uh, Twilight felt too much. I'm like, ooh, you moody. Now it went the other way. Now it's like since like 2015, I feel like everything is pink and purple clouds, like hazy pink and purple. And I and it was like like cool at first, and now I'm just kind of like, okay, I just don't. There's a lot of great music videos being made now, and I think because it's so important now. Like around 2010, before streaming was really like Mm -hmm. taking off, the video was not looked at as like and just as important as the album. Mm -hmm. Like YouTube was taking off, and it was important, but the full concept wasn't really grasped yet. And now we're kind of back in that 80s MTV era where the, the music videos act actually like just as important as as the, the record that's being made and the and the song though. yeah because tv dropped it for a while then it didn't really have a home it was like yeah. reality and then, tv mm-hmm. and now they're even doing like on spotify and stuff when you're clicking on songs yeah. it's playing snippets from yeah the video. exactly it's playing, and instagram and our age bracket stuff. Yeah. is back involved in all yeah that yeah stuff, like you have to and hook TikTok our adhd stuff, we have we need visuals vine for to a little go bit. yeah well yeah. i think everybody always wanted that it yeah. was just like not there there was no outlet for it and social media kind of brought that back so people are realizing yeah i'm glad something i like that i notice is that when a song comes out that i've produced that has a really really good music video it's perceived as like my best work (laughs) because when you watch something yeah like if you've ever like watched a music video and or a movie or anything and you're like i'm immersed in this it sounds incredible and then you close your eyes and you're like oh actually this sounds way different than i thought because i'm not looking at it but the way your eyes change the way you hear things Mm -hmm. is real and it's rad like it's selfish but it bodes well for me it bodes well for the band when the music video is really good because the whole experience that people walk away with is awesome and it's kind of the opposite when the music video is bad people that aren't really analytical about sound 
or like I didn't enjoy that. that weird? Maybe like that record psychology. doesn't sound very good. Yeah. So yeah. it kind of like comes back at me directly. So I, I love it when a video is awesome. I bought like, way more soundtracks to movies because yeah. the whole encompassing thing was good for me. I loved it but more because I loved the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Like Biodome. Really. I'm just always going to talk about that. There's some, there's so some really classic soundtracks for yeah. sure. Some bands just like either they were contracted to, to record a certain song mm-hmm. or like their best song is what got someone played. heard it yeah, yeah and yeah. was like oh let's put this on the movie like that's mm-hmm. the outlet maybe it's not a radio song but we'll put it on but it's like and a that, one-off that they never will recreate yeah, yeah, that exactly. sound again yeah like, they're they're a one-hit wonder but their one-hit wonder went on a movie right and their best you, album sales yeah. are because of that that's soundtrack. the dream i had that with the crow soundtrack i love <gasps> the crow soundtrack and there's like yes. half the bands on that actually have rad records and mm-hmm. then half the bands i was just like this is what the hell am i listening mm-hmm. this is like not this is a completely different band and some and the funny thing about that is that there's like fans of those bands that are like, oh yeah, that one song on the soundtrack sucks. sucks. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you have to hate on it because so other different. people yeah. could listen to it. You're like, exactly. I heard this band first. How dare they yeah. put it on a movie where mm-hmm. all these other regular people who don't even like the band could hear the song? Yeah, Such and it's so different. Vibe. Yeah, it is for sure. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. New favorite question, I think. If you could create the dream band from members of any other band, people you've recorded, bands you've been in, famous bands, anyone, who would you recruit, dead or alive? Oh my gosh. 
And you can be in this band or you could create this, is, this band. This is tough because I've always been very anti-super group, mm-hmm. but I do think it's a good question. <laughs> um, you really have to think about it because the super group usually is based on like guys who like each other right. and not but necessarily like... Be. Right. You can make them yeah. mm. exist in their oh. band and play happily. I think, gosh, let's, uh, okay, let's get weird. Screw this. Let's get, uh, let's get, let's make an interesting band here. I want the band to be based around Roland from Tears for Fears. Because I think he's like one of the best front men and like most versatile, beautiful voices. He could do like anything and write any kind of song and it would like, and it's just amazing. Yeah. And they're still writing amazing songs. I saw them a couple years ago and I couldn't believe it. They're so old and it was amazing. It was like one of the best shows I ever saw and they covered fucking Radiohead. They played Creep. Wait, I know we had a question. They they played Creep and it was before Radiohead started playing Creep again. Yeah, Mm -hmm. It was when they still refused and I'd Mm -hmm. seen Radiohead like three times and they refused to play Creep, which I got but tears for fears is like well okay we'll, we'll do it <laughs> you guys You're not gonna and do it. it was we'll so it. fucking good and they covered some other stuff and it, oh my god they were incredible but anyways roland i think would sing uh i don't know how to pronounce his last name i've never been a, it's anyways i'm not gonna even try don't know. when uh, you say just his yeah, first name yeah. it makes it sound like you guys are close personal friends <laughs> yeah we're uh we're buds yeah. even though we've you never met Rolly. but we will be Old Rolly. yeah Rolly. we're tight dog so uh, I think he's gonna sing and probably play a little guitar, maybe some rhythm guitar. Drums, I'm gonna say I want this band to be a little bit crazy. So it's gonna be Jimmy Chamberlain from Smashing Pumpkins. Fuck it yeah. might have been Dave Grohl, but so I don't want to get I don't want to get so too funny? like rock. Right. I, want I was, it. I I was want like this band waiting. I was like, he's yeah. gonna say Dave Grohl. I, feel I like was he's feeling it. Dave Grohl. Oh. I was like, or Taylor. Oh, yeah, rest in peace. Bro. No, uh, I Jimmy Chamberlain is like one of my nice. favorite drummers, and he's not necessarily i wouldn't consider him versatile but i love the way he puts his style on anything he's weird he does and cool. yeah he's weird yeah. and cool and it's so rad and i think him and roland could do something really out there and but the thing is is i think i think lead guitar needs to be billy corgan because oh, okay. billy and jimmy have yeah. this relationship where they're almost like one person in their mm-hmm. musicianship yeah and it's so good when they're together and it's so mediocre when they're apart uh, <laughs> so and so I think they kind of need to be together mm-hmm. in the band but I think we should have two lead guitar players so like I'm thinking you can have a backing orchestra uh, you, want. you can oh. do whatever the fuck you want you really can. yeah that would be really cool actually right. I think about the other lead guitar player because it would be like Leonard Skinner or like Allman Brothers or something yeah. where there's like two lead guitar players that just shred I would consider that I think though I would go to bass and I want to mm-hmm. say as much as I want to say Flea I, knew I want to i want to but i think the right move is nate mandel from the foo fighters and sunny day real estate because he is like one of the most unsung incredible bass players his bass lines are like listen to those first two foo fighter especially the second foo fighters record listen to any sunny day record and the bass is so important and driving and melodic. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he's got to be the guy. I think he's the guy. This I think so I think Flea makes bands that don't quite know what they're doing better. But I think he would take over too much in, in that. I firmly believe that the reason the first Mars Volta record is incredible is because Flea played bass and wrote mm-hmm. with them. And I think he made what was like a good idea, yeah. like real and, and solid and made mm-hmm. the songs feel like really good and melodic. I'm not just him, but... 
but I think he was. I, I have a feeling he was the glue in that situation. Flea's magic. But Flea is magic, yeah. and he's done a lot of awesome stuff. But I gotta say, Nate Mendel uh, from Foo Fighters and Sunny Day. I know there's another like rad guitar player that can go with Billy. That's like on the tip of my tongue. Maybe either guitar player from Pearl Jam. Mm. They were one of those bands where they played off each other. If you listen to like the first two Pearl Jam records, even if you do or don't like that band, if you focus on the guitars, mm-hmm. like it's really crazy what they're doing back and forth. They're really playing off each other in this interesting way that didn't really come back until like the mid 2000s. <sighs> I should cement somebody though. I don't want to take mm. up your whole podcast with this question. No, this is, no this is like our favorite question for musicians. Let's mm. do somebody newer on the second guitar. I'll say Will Swan from Dance Gavin Dance because he can kind of do anything. And he's another mm. one of those guys that can any band he steps into like all his side projects the minute he steps in like they're the elevated. The music changed. Yeah, they're yes. elevated and it, he doesn't necessarily make it sound like him. Yeah. But his like level of quality and his ability to write songs on mm. the man I think. Like meets them where yeah. they are and makes it cool. Yeah, so wow. it's like a got a lot of songwriters in there. But that's okay. That's awesome. So yeah. we got Will Swan, Billy Corgan, Roland from Tears for Fears, Jimmy Chamberlain from Smashing Pumpkins on drums, and Nate Mandel on bass. This is a that's a great band. band. I love yeah. this. Yeah, I'd go see them. Awesome. Roland can probably play keyboard too. Keyboard, keyboard. Wait, do I don't know why our brain. Stuff, I feel like, like that's the two thousands brain yeah. of being like. Oh, you know what? We want to no, 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 put no. a keyboard know, in for know, no reason. I know who needs to be in this band. Who? Martin Gore from from uh, Depeche Mode. Yeah, oh, because yeah. he's like he's also one of those guys that can kind of do anything he needs to do. Yeah, what a cocoon of so weird personalities, interesting yeah. writing. All of them in a room would just be. It should be chaotic. So I wanted to be crazy. It should be crazy. Yeah. Like music. the like the manic thoughts. Like one yeah. person's just burnout drinking coffee, and the, there's like yeah. two people walking back and forth, and being like, "Okay, what if we did this?" And that'd be such a cool energy to try to bottle. Yeah, it would be nuts. Yeah, it would probably. Implode. Okay, and now you're producing. <laughs> probably awesome. now you're producing but, them, oh, and this God. is the hardest thing you've ever had to do. <laughs> probably, yeah. You're hurting cats. Yeah, <laughs> you have to lock them in separate rooms at some point. Yeah, cut oh, off the caffeine. Hurting intake. cats is hard. Hurting That's cats. I think what you would just have to do is. That's the band Explain name. to everybody why they are hurting cats. <laughs> no, you just, in a situation like that, you got to remind everybody why they're all there and mm-hmm. together and not like separate people. There's Do no conquer and divide like in that situation. Oh, God. Yeah. Like all you're a band hierarchy. coach. Um, That's literally half my job. Keeping people inspired while kind of a hard thing to say without like making it sound harsh, but like. Right. You're not shitting on You have to keep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. There's this balance between reminding people what their lane is Mm -hmm. but allowing them to feel inspired and there's ways you go about it and it's different for every person and and personality but you have to like make sure the record is what's good (laughs) and not that people get their like own little thing yeah because if it makes sense for the record then i'm all about it but like you that's like one of the biggest things that i do is making sure that you know when people get jealous or there's like arguments within bands like part of my job is to make sure that people remember why it's working why you're here like if you're here something's working it's a relationship it's a lot of personalities in one big relationship exactly like it's about the band it's it's kind of a marriage counseling situation but it's like polygamy because there's like seven (laughs) there's so many people like gas them up without inflating the ego and mom and dad at the label like want something different than the kids do yes i'm just picturing the will ferrell 
cowbell. Oh, it's SNL like the opposite skit. of that, though. Yeah, because like, I'm like, no, we'll get out of here with the fucking cowbell. Yeah. Yes, there's cowbell, but yeah. like, it's not the cowbell song. It, there's yeah. a time and a place yeah. for cowbell. Yeah. It's a it's prime example of a song where you close your eyes and then you're actually like taking the song and you're like, what the fuck am I listening to? It's yeah. like <laughs> lots of reverb bing, and bing, yeah. Bing. <laughs> Yeah, and you're like, n- none of us really realized how insane it was until SNL did that sketch. And then I, that song was epic. I had that on so a, on 8-track, like, you know, the little cartridges? Yes. And oh put God. it in for some... I don't remember where. I think I found the 8-track itself at Goodwill. Yeah. And my uncle was a garbage man, and he'd always hook me up with anything music-related. Garbage. Yeah, he was, like, a big-time, like, dope. recycler and, like... It's like dumpster uh, diving, but, it's like, pickers, elevated. Man. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. so his route had, like, radio stations. Oh, and Yeah, it was awesome. So, like, I used to get, like, advanced copies of stuff. That was, like, a lot of it was stuff that never got played on the radio. Yeah. But he would always stack me up wow. with CDs. And, like, I had all these CDs when I was a kid. It was whatever the label was sending to try to push. Oh, two but then they never got, yeah, but they mm-hmm. never got radio play. But I was like, this song is awesome. I love this. And, like, weird stuff. There's, like, certain artists that I remember that no one's ever heard of. Oh, yeah, That's it's great. cool. How a garbage man shaped oh, your yeah. future. He shaped job. all of us. He, That's he so like cool. he hooked everybody up. I had this like I had one of those kids basketball hoops when mm-hmm. I was a kid, and it was just something that like someone put out in the garbage. Yeah, and he took it, gave it to me, and I was like, "We still awesome. do that I'm a now." Cool kid with it. Yeah, I just do it on next door where I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." What's now free? there's actually like an outlet free. for it. There didn't yeah. really used to be a way to like it was like garage sale. You didn't yeah. want to have a garage sale. It was Dude, like we put stuff in out there. Sales. That oh, poor yeah. kid mentality, man. Everything's treasure. Oh yeah, we had the best time at garage sales. It's so absolutely love garage sales. I still love garage sales. Yeah. I love not throwing stuff away. Me I too. love knowing that things are going to be useful. Yeah. Would you like to play a quick game with us? Sure. Do you want to play a game? You have to say it creepy <laughs> after that. <laughs> it's this or that. We're going to give you two options and you choose your choice. Are you ready? I'm ready. Ice cream or cake? Cake. Pool party or costume party? Oh. Costume pool party? No? <laughs> yes. Oh. Okay. Costume pool party. <laughs> Downtown or suburbs? Downtown. Live music or under headphones? Live music, actually. I would say live music, yeah. Travel for work or work comes to you? Uh, Work comes to me. Dance party or karaoke party? Oh, dance party for sure. Dance party yeah. for sure. Yeah. Like, I don't want to. I don't. One. I don't need to hear a bunch of people singing bad. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> for a long day of work. Busted. I mean, I don't mind. We karaoke, like it all. There you a go. Karaoke dance you can party. Only sing nineties like dance with hits. Yeah. With people that can sing marginally yeah. well or sure. love. Yeah. One time, these two dudes literally walked in the door of the bar, put in their song, talked to the KJ, and he was like nodding, like yeah, yeah, totally. And then their song was next. <laughs> Cut the line. Did did some crazy mashup that they made up and it was incredible and I, I i cannot remember what it was it was a late night but uh but i just remember like this is like one of the best ma- yeah it was a showstopper and it was so good and then they peace out you did really well at this or that you got all the answers right oh okay <laughs> good, job. good to know 100 good, good to know no wrong answers my favorite part of the show is compliments. So now you get to sit back and we're going to genuinely compliment you to your face. This is my least favorite part of the show. Yeah, it's it? everybody's, but everybody's. we're doing it live. Okay. So it yeah. like, it's even hurts better more. Like the- it hurts so good. Mm-hmm. A good description of it. Somebody said that it made them feel seasick. <laughs> and wow. Yeah. So well. you're welcome in advance. <laughs> 
Can't wait I just to like that I got to see that sheer panic in Do person. Do I get a bucket or a like... Do you get a bucket? Uh, it's your place, man. You got a bucket, maybe? Maybe. You know? <laughs> a bucket? Barf in the pool <laughs> when you're done. Your ear. Drama mean. Barf in the pool. Barf in the pool, just, yeah. It's chlorinated, man. Once a year. That's <laughs> what we do. Okay. Christopher. Christ Kremit. K. Crumb. Thank you so much for being such an inspiration. You are wonderful. And I'm going to get really serious, but I, I love that I've gotten to watch you grow up before my eyes. I met you when we were both fairly young Mm -hmm. and our friendship was just like, no strings, see you when I see you, no expectations. When we bump into each other, it was always a fun time and it was always like wild and weird and silly. And to see those fun party moments, basement shows, crazy madness just have that be like the backbone of what i knew of you yeah to see where you've come and to see what you built for yourself and to see your beautiful family and to see you guys have babies and have this wonderful home and to see the career that you've built and i'm seriously so in awe of everything you've created and just to see all these plaques on the walls do you walk I, through ever and go Fuck. oh every day like, I'm like, this, this is, is cool. amazing yeah. i have goosebumps mm-hmm. i think the fact that you're able to grow up in a musical family dive into music and have that be your heart and have yeah. it grow into to something that is so truly you and everything you touch is magical and you're so talented but you've always stayed really humble a really cool genuine human and i think that's what draws people to you over and over again is your talent mixed with the fact that you are just so grounded and i'm just really proud of you and i can't wait to see what you do 20 years from now and then what you build with us because you're just multifaceted talent and i think you're incredible and thank you so much for being in my friendship world i think you're great well i appreciate it I think you're great too. I'm only I've, I've all right. I've always appreciated our friendship. <laughs> nah, nah, you're great. You've, we're you've just, done a lot of things. We've we've done we've both done so much in the last twenty years. It's wild. You, we kind of uh, just branch out and do whatever yeah. feels good. Like when we're walking around your studio and we're going this fucking wood wall, and you're like, that took me a long time to build. And we're just like, of course you built it because Shannon and I are the same type of yeah. people where we're like, well, it's just bootstraps, sweat it out. When we're done, it's gonna look crazy, but trust yeah. the process because we're gonna make a mess first. Yep. And Which that's actually, kind of the fun of it. Is totally because that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. This is my compliment <laughs> corner. Okay, so I'm taking off of you. I'm looking around at all of these things and your accomplishments are all over the walls and everything. But the first thing my weird craft brain comes in and looks at is the design of this room is rad. Mm-hmm. You could tell that like you've built something really amazing for other people to work in. But all these details are so fucking cool. And there's obviously a story in all these little things. If there could be a cooler man cave, air quotes I'm doing, like I can't <laughs> think of one. Also, our dad was a very musical production man he would fucking kill to have been in this area he had shelves and shelves of recording equipment frankenstein things Mm -hmm. and did every single track himself and had like his own little recording corner you could tell all the things that you've crafted with your hands and all yeah that's really what it it feels really comfortable and homey you can see the love Mm -hmm. that you there's a lot of character in everything that's the thing yeah there's a lot of your personality in this room meeting you you have like a chill personality 
personality, I feel like you've got a shitload of layers and all your stories are fucking hilarious. <laughs> this, you kind of let this speak for you. Your talent's fucking clear, man. This is really cool. I'm proud of Jason because I've listened to a lot of this. Thank you. It's pretty sweet. Thank you. How I does like it. Feel? Uh, uh, feels good. Feels good. <laughs> yeah, it feels really nice. It's yeah. not so awful. Yeah. It's just, uh, you just never know what to say afterwards. Well, I also you just want to no, like constantly interrupt and talk about stuff. <laughs> that's, uh, that's my other problem no. is I can't just say thank you. Like no, we were talking about before you, the podcast. I'm telling yeah. you, man. Also, like at the end of the day, like it's nice to work hard and have a life and do all the things and feel like you have all your ducks in a row. Or even if you're just like living in chaos to have somebody go, hey, I feel like I see you. I see the real you and you're everything you're supposed to be. I fucking respect you. You're just cool. I appreciate it. I know I've said that before. Just have no, <laughs> don't know how to respond. But I am, I'm glad you guys had me on. This is so cool. uh, fun. We should do a throwback version of this someday where it's like 11 p.m. and mm. we've had like yeah. seven drinks. Oh, like, gosh. Yeah. In and costumes? then we're like super group yeah. and we like all have, real version. We have like super villain. Can and we then you listen to it the on. next morning and delete it? Yeah. <laughs> like, it'll I be Patreon content only because it'll be so <laughs> weird. <laughs> Unedited. <laughs> it's all on the floor. It's a rough cut. That's how we would have done it. We were on the floor. We were just put a mattress down and we put the equipment and one microphone in between and then we just be laying there. Yep. yep. That's while right. we like chain smoke cigarettes. Yeah. In- indoors. <laughs> Look how indoors. mature we indoors. are. Indoors. It's so weird to me now. I was just thinking about that yeah. the other day. The amount of cigarettes I've smoked inside of or a in space. cars, like in yes. people's cars with in like restaurants, I didn't really even with like smoke, the windows but I down. Definitely inhaled you lots were in the of cigarettes. <laughs> oh yeah, cars and like, restaurants. Even when well, when we were kids, like we were right at the cutoff of like we lived through the cutoff of public places in the like very early eighties. Yeah. Yeah. And then the cutoff of the of like like I remember being in grocery stores as a really little kid in like yeah. rural Oregon and people just smoking. Yes. And then like restaurants had smoking sections, but it was like it was it there's no doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no doors. It's just like your Sherry's is like Sherry's a donut. Yeah. And they let us the thing the craziest things we used to I used to go to Sherry's when uh-huh. I was like fourteen. Not get fifteen carded. and we ride with the yeah, no, about no, this there was the no one day. was even car yeah, no one was no. carding. Just sit in the smoking section yeah. with my older friends and I didn't smoke, but those people but did, did and I was just sitting cool? around saying, Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> the jaded uh, old waitresses don't give two fucks. Yeah, so cool. Like if he wants to breathe it, let him breathe. Yeah. Yeah. And then they cut that off at like two thousand one or something. Thank God. But and then and then our so whole time, but then we turned twenty one, or at least I did. And mm-hmm. so then I went right into like bars where Same. everyone was just full of smoke. Exactly. And then us eighties babies. Done in two thousand nine, and I remember two thousand nine going into bars and being like, "Oh, it smells like beer in here, <laughs> not cigarettes." That's like, right. You remember and, that feeling, yeah. being like, "I miss the old smoky smell. It smells like it old really fucking hid. beer. It's yeah. nasty." Yeah, yeah, stale beer, and like Portland inherently smells like <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, yeast pee and, and yeast like and yeast, like, and yeah. but it's all beer smell because Portland mm-hmm. brew town. It's funny because, like, that went away kind of from, like, 2011 or 12 till, like, 2020. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people who moved here in that time were, like, I love clean, like, good-smelling Portland. And then, like, you Mm -hmm. know, when it kind of, like, backslid a little bit and started to smell bad again. And I'm like, yeah, it smells like Portland. used to smell. I remember this. this Walk into the Paris Theater, you smell, like, seven different kinds of pee and two kinds of rotten ranch. Mm, God, yeah. So for all the people that want to find out more about you or find Mm. and follow you, see your projects, you do also have like audio classes and things like that online that people can look into if they're into engineering and production. Where can people find that information? And then what like social avenues do you use that you have people follow you at? So I am currently in between websites. (laughs) Uh, So I would just go to my Instagram, which is uh, at 
K-C-R-U-M-M-E-T-T. And um, my Twitter's the same. And I think you can find me on Facebook that way. Like on my Instagram, you can mm-hmm. find everything. You can find Instagram's the, where it's at anymore, yeah. I feel yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the one that I, that's the only one I really keep up with. Twitter yeah. is mostly just random thoughts. It's not really, yeah. I don't use it as much of a professional outlet. We ghosted our like, Twitter and we're like, yeah. deal with it. We just hold it. It's ours. We'll use yeah. it for like a contest right. or something one day. Yeah. You don't have but like a no quarantine dance tiktok where you and your seven foot no span no i didn't i didn't uh i didn't i didn't have a quarantine i just worked when my work is already like kind of (laughs) quarantine that's true you're like i'm already i was just like like, yeah and then quarantine was over and everyone was like whoa that was crazy i just watched movies all day and i was like i just work i just (laughs) i'm already like i didn't get any of the like benefits of quarantine also felt really thankful that i still had a job through all of it Right. But um, yeah. that was a crazy time. But no, no, no TikTok. Uh, <laughs> any TikToks that are worth seeing people put on Instagram stories. Yes, so yeah. I just see them there. That's accurate. <laughs> um, keep my Instagram up. That's where people can find me. You did a masterclass type thing. Yeah, through um, Ultimate Recording Machine, mm-hmm. also known as Nail the Mix. Unstoppable Recording Machine, actually. Uh, yeah, URM Academy. People can find uh, my classes there. You can also find like software stuff that I've worked on through STL Tone com and i am actually in the latest issue of a magazine called kill iconic cool. uh, and if you go to killiconic.com or find them on my instagram or anything you can order a copy of the magazine or i think subscribe and see the like online zine nice cool um, yeah so, that's fun yeah Hell and then yeah. you'll have another magazine cover for your wall yes yeah I know. Uh, that's so i'm cool. just waiting for my issue yeah just be your own proud mom and frame it on i the love wall. It. like oh, i yeah. don't i don't keep I any of my like accolades Dude. yeah i should just look them all up and print things out i even have like, a newspaper clipping of a guy who uh ran from the cops through my backyard as a kid and there was a newspaper article about it <laughs> i still have it? it yeah i still have it framed that's yeah. cool i'll frame anything <laughs> fucking nostalgia it's framed <laughs> frame um, more stuff yeah. I should frame more you know, stuff. The, I literally make shit out. to put in frames and I, I'm like, you order it. I don't care about it anymore because I've looked at it for 200 hours. You got to look yeah. out for the like, I think it's Joann's or I forget what company does like frame sales. Oh, and they'll do these. Yeah, they'll do these. That's where a lot of They're like, like custom framing for 65% off. And we're yeah, like, they're just and then you get a coupon on it for like your next one is even yeah, cheaper yeah. or like buy one, get one free. I so did this thing where like I kept going back and they kept giving me more coupons and I was like, I'm rich I'm just, yeah, and I, yeah, I I'm the like frame 50 king. frames. You have, the they're all like great they look so good frames. Too. They do those, look really good. The CD like ones, those uh, are cool. shout out to my mom. That was for like five Christmases. Oh. She'd buy me, because those ones are, the ones with the wood yeah. are actually kind of expensive. So she'd buy me like five every Christmas. That's to, so uh, cool. Like in a set. So, These are I cool. like it because yeah. they all match too. It looks really and good. And the CDs inside. Yeah. Oh. Like that's really pretty. You can see the artwork on both. I love Yeah. That. Custom framing is really funny. We joke about it. We're like, every time we go past Michael's frame station, yeah. it's a ghost town and somebody's like makes eye contact with you. We're like, do you want to? No, you don't yeah. want to frame. Do you want to frame? You just, yeah. you just want to know where Dude, the knitting is. supplies are. Yeah. yeah. You're fun. This is good. Well, this is very comfortable and very homey. I love it. And this. we appreciate you having us in your home studio. Yeah. I'm glad you're able to come. Heck yeah. Yeah. It was Got just a quick drive around town. Now. So got us back to the yeah. old hood, man. This is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. You're a wonderful prize. You are that. Oh. And we'll be back in the summertime for this pool party. Yeah. Pool party right? in costume. Pool, pool party. Yep. A yeah, costume, costume pool karaoke. Party. Yeah. I, figure out how to I do want that. Pool dance party. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm but like it. when you're in the water, you have to be dancing. Done. Sounds good. It's that's like a even aerobic. if you're in the deep end. Yeah, just give yeah. everyone those senior citizen foam yeah, weights. Go. I'm gonna have my, put on my swim fins. Milk jugs. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 It's awesome. Uh, on that note, bye. Bye. Take bye, it everybody. easy. <laughs> that was incredible. I love him. Love. Love. You guys enjoyed that as much as we did, which is literally impossible, but like hopefully it's pretty close. <laughs> you could talk to us about how much you enjoyed it on the social medias. Bonnie, where can they find us? We are on Instagram under no, you are that. Don't forget the no. It's a rebuttal. Mm-hmm. We're also on Facebook. We have we a group and a page. If you want information, just go ahead and like that page and you'll get heads up about who is new on the pod. If you want to join the group, games, activities, and a community for full of nostalgia freaks mm-hmm. who want to interact with you yes also we are on patreon if they wanted to support us for as little as like one doll hair where do they find us patreon.com forward slash you are that delightful mm-hmm. and we also have sweet merch a web store where Indeed. you can buy merch related to the podcast or Related to just 80s and 90s nostalgia. Mm-hmm. It makes your heart happy. And that is located at youarethatmerch.com. It's very nice. Indeed. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate all of our listeners all over the world. You guys are fantastic. And thank you for tuning in again every other week. We love it. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hydrate everyone. Good job. Water time. It's the part of the show where we all drink water. Mm-hmm. Live performances. Do you? I sound like I farted. Okay, I'm on a leather couch, yeah, you guys. <laughs> Do you have any She's performing? Not. No, sorry. She's just no, she is. She's okay. actually yeah. just like levitating. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> 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 Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.